we haven't done a catnapping on Dupius so far. This is such an insane story. I think this is actually the first case of catnapping in history, right? It's definitely a first. A catnapping premiere for us and everyone here, I think, and hopefully the last. The Lyft driver who took Tux and then threw her out on the street obviously did not watch that Netflix documentary, Don't F*** With Cats. <laughs> Welcome to Dubious. I'm Sandra. And I'm Tyler. And today we are going to talk about a totally crazy story, probably one of the most dubious pet stories ever, actually. As you guys know, here at Dubious we cover subjects like, I don't know, Putin's childhood, his real mother, Ivana Trump's popper-like burial on Trump's golf course, the FBI spy chief who got entangled with the Russians and so on. We do the lesser-known side of geopolitical events and villains, if you will. You know, the gossipy side, a little bit. We do celebrity deaths, assassinations, spies, and so on, but not a lot of pet subjects. In fairness, we did the Secret Service and the Biden Dogs lawsuit episode about Major and Champ and Commander. Yes, we did that one because, again, it's an insane story about how right-wing politics is getting completely out of hand and how these poor dogs have been under attack and now Commander has been removed from the White House, by the way. I still will stand with the dogs. I will always trust a dog over a human. A hundred percent. And we also did the story about Wilson, the Colombian search and rescue hero dog who found those kids that were lost in the jungle and then Wilson went missing himself. But out of almost, I don't know, 90, 100 episodes that we have so far, only three are about pets basically. And now we have this story of Tux the cat. And we decided to talk about Tux because like any subject we pick, there are layers and questions and it's more than just a Lyft driver speeding away with some guy's cat. It's a bigger conversation than that. It's deeper than it looks at first glance. It's dubious. Exactly. We will talk about how Tux would have never been found without the help of Reddit and Twitter. Also, the Facebook community was on it hard. Yes, to be friends, we won't keep you hanging. The cat was found and is now safe, reunited with her person. So we'll talk about how Lyft reacted poorly, I'd say, until this story became a PR nightmare for them. And we'll also discuss the aftermath. Has anyone been charged with anything? Was this a hate crime? We'll explain why we think it might have been the case. And equally important, the legal aspect. Why does the law treat pets in such situations as property instead of sentient beings? And how can we solve the issue of safety when it comes to ride-sharing drivers? Are robotaxis the solution? So let's get into it. Who is Tux? Who is her owner? What do we know about the Lyft driver? And what actually happened to this poor feline? This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know what I always say, right? You can't ignore your trauma and hope it disappears. The only way forward is to deal with it. Life keeps throwing curveballs at all of us. Fireballs, spitballs, too many balls. And when you're overwhelmed, you're not at your best and it affects your interactions with the people you care about. So how do you deal with it all? Call your therapist like I do. Yes, you be friends, I'm a better help, happy customer, been using their services since way before we even started this podcast. I can attest to the fact that Sandra is now, let's say, a much lovelier person to be around. <laughs> oh, shut up. Also, my therapist will love hearing that. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, it's affordable, it's flexible, and most importantly, it's entirely online. 
and you'll get 10% off your first month if you sign up at betterhelp.com dubious. Yes, and then you can talk to your therapist whenever and however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. So do yourself a favor, take care of your mental health, because when you feel empowered, you are prepared to take on everything life throws at you. Visit betterhelp.com dubious to get 10% off your first month or click the link in the episode notes. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash dubious. Pax is a two-year-old black and white cat and her human is Palash Pandey, a 23-year-old software designer. They both live in Austin, Texas, and this is how Palash and Tax met. She's been with me two and a half years, ever since I found her as a kitten. She was stuck on a library terrace at Drexel University in Philadelphia, where I was going to college. I rescued her that day and we've been together ever since. Palash's shocking story of his beloved black and white cat being abducted by a Lyft driver galvanized social media and mobilized the entire online community over the last weekend of September 2023. In fact, this is how I initially found out Tax was abducted. I saw Palash's Reddit post, then his Twitter feed. Bah, 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 it's called X now. Whatever, I prefer to call it Twitter still. <laughs> so after Reddit exploded over Tax's kidnapping, then Twitter X followed and I was so invested in the massive search that ensued and in the beginning no media gave attention to the story it was just the online community who cared. Right it took about three days until news outlets realized this became a huge thing online. This is how the whole saga started. On Saturday September 30th Tux the cat seemed to be under the weather so her owner Palash Pandey decided to take her to a vet near his home in Austin just for a general welfare checkup so he called for a lift. Right, Palash arrived in the lift at Bansfield Pet Hospital, he climbed out of the back seat behind the driver and walked around the car to get Tux, who he said was in a carrier on the floor behind the passenger seat. And that's when the driver drove off with Tux inside. I would have died right there. <laughs> Knowing how you are about your animals and pets, I kind of believe that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I don't know how I would have handled this. Imagine a Lyft driver speeding away with your Nala the Floof inside the car. Like, what would you do? I can't imagine. I mean, this story is traumatic enough as it is. So this is what Palash said. I was racing next to the car, banging on the windows and shouting, but he sped up and took off. I just stood there in shock for a couple of minutes, wondering what to do. Palash called the driver several times and messaged him desperately on the lift app, telling him that he wanted his cat back, obviously. And the driver was not responding. For about two hours, there was complete silence from the lift driver. What the hell? I don't understand. This is just... Ugh. When the driver failed to respond to his messages, Palash reported the incident to the Austin Police Department. Exactly, what I would do too, yes. I mean, what else can you do at that point? Not a lot. Hours later, the driver finally replied, saying that he was unaware that a cat was ever in his car. He messaged, I don't have anything of yours. She isn't there. Sorry. 
Yeah, right there, there's the first big red flag. There is no way that as a driver, you drop off a guy and then the guy starts running near your car, banging on the windows, saying, my cat is inside, stop, and you are unaware that something is wrong or that the person desperately yelling from outside the car needs you to stop. I mean, this is the very first sign that this driver is shady and this is where the dubimeter alarms go off. Yeah, there's no way that you don't realize something is wrong here. That's why we think this was intentional and actual catnapping. And we are speculating, but it could be a hate crime because Palash Pandey is of Indian descent. And the driver from his Lyft profile photo could be, let's call it a very right-wing, anti-immigrant, flag-flying looking <laughs> kind of individual. Obviously, we have no proof of that, but just based on logic here, I don't see many other explanations for this part of the story or for the way the Lyft driver handled things moving forward. Plus, this happened in Texas, and the driver, I mean, he does look a bit proud boyish, so... <laughs> but yes, look, Austin is very liberal. I love Austin. I've had an amazing time there every time I went, as far as I remember. But I'm sure even in Austin, there are some Trumpsters, you know? I mean, Elon moved there, so I don't know. <laughs> there is another theory, I'm not buying it, that the driver was allergic to cats. He told Palash he was, and that if there had been a cat in the car, he would have never accepted the ride. Uh, honestly, even if that's true, f his allergy. <laughs> there is no excuse for what he did. Look, even if I'm allergic to cats, right? I'll take that cat back to her owner. It's not like I'm gonna die. I'm just gonna sneeze a few times and maybe itch a bit. I mean, it's very clear the Leaf driver was aware of a cat in the car. Palashi's ride was to a vet uh, office, to a veterinarian. So he saw Palash entering the cat. <laughs> All of Got that. Wow, his story took a turn. <laughs> Got that in head. So, yeah, as I was saying, it's very clear the Leaf driver was aware of a cat being in the car. Palash's ride was to the veterinarian he saw. So the driver saw Palash entering the car with Tux, who was in a blue and black pet carrier. Quite a big carrier, too. Like, it's not a tiny purse. It's not like you can't see it. I mean, it's insane. The whole story is insane. Okay, Sandra, calm down. Tell me to calm down again. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> So this is the point of the story where Palash, out of desperation and frankly out of options, turns to social media. Which is exactly what any of us, I think, would do. He first posts on Reddit in the r slash Austin community. This is the post. Tyler, would you please read it? Sure. I don't know what else to do at this point, so this is a Hail Mary. I was taking my cat to a vet appointment at the Bainesfield Pet Hospital. I was sitting behind the driver and had the cat carrier on the floor of the passenger side back seat. Once we reached the destination, I got off from the driver's side door and started walking to the passenger side door to pick her up. Before I could open the door, the driver started driving. I banged on the back and passenger windows and screamed running behind him, but he drove off. I tried contacting the driver through Lyft. They were not helpful at all. You can only send three messages and call the driver three times. The driver didn't respond for about two hours and then said that he doesn't have her. I called 911, but they transferred me over to 311 and filed a report. I've not heard back from anyone yet. I don't know what else to do. The driver has stopped responding again, and I don't have any way of contacting him other than the app. 
I have offered them money for bringing her back, but they just don't respond. Is there anyone who can help? What else can I do? About my cat, Tux is a short hair black and white tuxedo. She has a blue collar with a red colored heart shaped pendant with her name and my phone number on it. She was in a blue soft carrier case when I was traveling with her in the car. I don't know why, because I know Tux and Palash have been reunited. We'll go in detail over how that happened, because that's also a crazy search and rescue story involving two teams of private investigators. But despite knowing the whole saga had a happy ending, I get very emotional hearing his post. And by the way, his post was accompanied by a photo of Tux snapping belly up. Oh my god, you guys, she's so cute. But think about being so powerless and knowing your beloved kitty is out there either with this maniac driver and like i mean who knows what he can do to her or either dumped on the streets like i would i, I don't know it's just it's really disturbing to think about this as a pet person yeah that's why this story is at first for some people maybe a funny haha cat stolen but there is nothing even remotely funny about the situation Pets are like family members to most people, to normal people, right? This is not like forgetting your phone or your wallet in a lift. And here we have to point out that social media played a huge role in finding Tux. While social media can be a bad influence and can ruin, well, even democracies, one could argue, there are cases like this where online communities unite and do good things. Totally. Tux would have never been found if not for all the people online on Reddit and then on Twitter ex who magnified the case and put pressure on Lyft. So after posting on Reddit, Palash took to Twitter where he explained again in detail what transpired. And he also posted screenshots from the Lyft app in which we can see the driver's profile and Palash's conversation with the driver. So what do we know about the driver? Not much, except that his name is Daniel. He drives a metallic gray Mitsubishi Outlander and that he's a Lyft standard top driver. Palash, I think, approached the whole incident with class, despite the emotional distress he was experiencing. He asked people to not dox the driver and post his address online or things like that. That was not the point. He just wanted his cat back. He didn't want anyone to get hurt or anything. Yes, plus at this moment in time, there really was a possibility that the next Lyft customers might have taken tax from the car. I mean, everyone online kind of knew that the driver did something and is most likely to blame, just based on his responses to Palash and the way he drove off while Palash was running and banging on the car. But the situation wasn't clear and, you know, stranger things have happened. Not with cats. <laughs> this is literally the first actual catnapping I've ever heard of. <laughs> true, true. Okay, so just to clarify a bit, by this point, Palash had texted the driver, even offered him money, extra money, anything, begged him to bring the cat back. He had contacted the police and the lift app people via email. There are screenshots online of all the conversations and call logs. And then Lyft's email response is what caused the story to really explode. Lyft told Palash in an email that he should be patient with the driver not answering, he might be busy driving. Lyft also told Palash that if a cat is returned, he would be charged $20 for getting her back. Wait, he's getting charged? <laughs> Are you serious? It's a heart attack! I have the whole Lyft reply, want me to read it? Yes! Okay, here we go. Hello, Palash. Thanks for reaching out and for letting us know about this. I am so sorry to hear that your cat was still in the vehicle when the driver drove off. 
I can only imagine the anger and sadness you are feeling right now as a cat owner myself. I've reached out to Daniel and let him know that this is an urgent situation for you. It's good to keep in mind that drivers may be unavailable while they're on the road. Also, please note that if your item is returned by the driver, you'll see a standard return fee of $20 for their time and effort. Thanks for your patience while we work to get you in touch with Daniel. Thanks again for reaching out to us. We appreciate you being a part of the Lyft community. If you need anything else at all, just let us know. We are happy to help in wow. any way we can. Wow. This is basically just a very polite sounding word salad in which this Jasmine from Lyft doesn't help at all. And this is just adding insult to injury. It's unbelievable. Yes, very bad move from Lyft. Bad, bad, bad. And calling tax a lost item. I mean... This is, I think, based on my recollection, when the story really went viral online. And this is when people started tweeting at Lyft and the task Lyft about the case, putting pressure on the company. It was at this point that the whole situation started to turn into a PR nightmare for Lyft. Frankly, I think it's the only reason they eventually took action. Right, eventually. Very well said, because... As if this initial tone-deaf reply wasn't enough, after the official ex-Lyft account tweeted a poster of Tux, you know, like a missing cat and so on, and with a description of her carrier and her red heart shape pendant on her collar, the Lyft CEO, David Risher, got involved as well. Someone suggested that Lyft should contact the next passengers picked up by this Daniel driver and ask them if the cat was still in the car at the moment when they got into the car and that they should talk more to Daniel, the driver, as obviously he's the one who was under suspicion the most. And the Lyft CEO replied, referring to Daniel, that he assured them there was no cat in the car. Just insane. You're gonna believe that guy just like that because he assured you? I mean, like, what the... <sighs> anyway... At this point, even we got really frustrated, even more frustrated than in the beginning, also because Lyft was asking the public for help locating Tux. Which again is crazy. We live in an age of digital footprints. Lyft has the technology to piece together the route and pinpoint all the stops the drivers made and so on. That's what we tweeted at Lyft CEO David Drescher. <laughs> Wait, what? We tweeted? I mean, I did from the dubious pod account. <laughs> I told you I was invested, Tyler, oh, okay? I had been invested and have been invested in this story. <laughs> what did you say? I said, mate, this driver is shady. From what Tuxis Human says, he basically kidnapped the cat. You have the tech to map out every inch of his route, so do it and search that route endlessly. He did something to the cat or threw her away. The public can't help. You can and you must. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, mean, but fair enough. Austin is a huge city. It can't hurt to have people looking out for a black and white cat, but that's like looking for a needle in a haystack. Yes, and I also tweeted at the CEO that Lyft, with their tech resources and money, could have dissolved pretty fast, but they have to actually start looking ASAP, you know, move faster, because the clock is ticking. This is basically an indoor cat who doesn't know how to survive outside. And this was about 24 hours already after the cat was kidnapped. And to be honest, at that point, I was worried that the driver might have done something to her as well. But most of my suspicions, like, I kind of like mostly thought that he threw her away because like on the side of the road or something. And then I told them that they should have dashboard cameras functioning nonstop from the beginning of a lift driver's shift to the end of the shift. So even between rides, right? Like no exceptions. 
Yeah, taking a ride with complete strangers is such a safety risk. Having a dashboard cam running all the time should be a mandatory requirement for all Lyft and Uber drivers. I'm surprised it's not a thing yet. Same, same. Anyway, back to our talk story. The Lyft CEO also said that the driver of the vehicle in question hadn't detoured from the GPS route provided to employees between jobs, so in the meantime they got the information, and then he added that other customers in the vehicle that day had been contacted but had not seen tax. So basically, this is when everyone was almost 100% sure it was Daniel, the driver, who was to blame. I mean, if there were any doubts, this clarified the situation. Yes, this was 24 hours later since Tux was missing, and only now, with massive backlash from everyone online, finally, Lyft starts taking this super seriously. Not because they really cared, I think, but because the tax kidnapping had snowballed into a massive public relations catastrophe for the company. David Richard, the CEO, tweeted on Monday night, We've been working on this for 24 hours. Our first response was awful, but we've now alerted every driver and rider in the area, and we're not done. We've also spoken to the rider and driver multiple times. It's heartbreaking for us, too. Please don't think we're taking this lightly. Well... At least he owned up to the fact that their initial response was absolute crap. What Reicher didn't tell everyone online is that Lyft had hired private investigators and provided them with all the GPS data they had. So people were understandably still mad, thinking that Lyft is literally doing nothing. Yes, and then, a little after 2am on that evening, an account named VisiblePineapple703 posted on Reddit that Tax has been found and that she has been reunited with her human palash. <laughs> Andrew, were you following this in real time? Yes, and I have screenshots. I couldn't sleep. <laughs> I was so mad and worried for Tux, but to be honest, I didn't believe the news at first because honestly, visible pineapple, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not like a name that exudes confidence. So I thought it's like just a troll or something, but the post had a link and a photo of what looked to be Palash in a parking lot at night with a black and white kitty in his arms and the kitty was like clinging to him for dear life. Now, in hindsight, I think this pineapple person was probably one of the private detectives. There is also an exchange from that time between one of the investigators and I think his girlfriend who posted a screenshot of their convo online. So she was one of the first people to find out Tux was found, beside Palash I mean, at 1.17am on Monday evening. Let's read this together actually, I'm gonna be the girlfriend and you're gonna be the guy so that like it makes sense. Okay, I'll start. How do you know it's the cat? It's actually the same? Yes, red collar that says Tux. Oh my god! Yep, confirm the cat, lol. No f***ing way! Mark saw him run across his headlights and we pulled up. I chased him for five minutes and got him cornered by some stairs. Kara brought me her jacket and I wrapped him up. He was hissing at me. Did you call the guy? How is it going? I'm so invested in this. Coming home, lol. Cat is being taken to owner by team two. This story is insane. I'm just so happy they found Tux, but I remember we were talking about the case and neither of us initially thought the kitty would be found unharmed or that she would even be found at all. Right, because like with every abduction, the first 48 hours are critical and Lyft didn't seem to be doing much. People didn't know they had hired the investigators until the news about finding Tux came out. And yes, the entire search and the whole ordeal lasted 36 hours, give or take, so less than 48, and I do not know what would have happened to the cat if days or weeks had passed. Probably nothing good. So where exactly did they find Tux? 
about a mile away from the vet office where she was kidnapped from. I mean, as far as location, 1.2 miles away to be exact, and her blue carrier was never found. So the logical conclusion is that this piece of shit driver, Daniel, literally took her out of her carrier and left her in the street, somewhere behind this realty office building where she was found and retrieved by investigators from the top of a flight of stairs, scared out of her mind. Yeah, and it sounds like he threw away the carrier to get rid of the evidence. We sound like we're on Dateline or one of those TV murder shows. <laughs> well, it is a crime we're talking about here. Not murder, but catnapping. This is what Palash said on Twitter. She looks very tired, is covered in fleas, and dehydrated. She started eating wet food again, which is a good sign, but I'll monitor her and take her to the vet as soon as she calms down and stabilizes a bit. I would update again once I hear from the vet. Yes, and then he posted a lovely photo of him holding Tux, saying, Just got back from the vet. Tux has a clean bill of health. I'm quite sure she thinks she was just playing the game Stray in VR. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for helping. You guys have restored my faith in the community. Yeah, the hero of this story is the online community. All the people who amplified Tux's abduction until Lyft could no longer ignore the PR storm heading their way like a hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> For the life of me, I still do not understand why Daniel the driver did not bring the cat back to her owner. Like, seriously, do we know what caused him to do this? I don't know, but the word on the street is hate crime because Palash is of Indian heritage. Also, the driver told Palash that when he was running and banging on the window, he, the driver, Daniel, freaked out and that's why he drove away. Like, apparently that was one of his excuses. But that makes zero sense. I mean, let's assume you forget your passenger had the cat in the car. You drive away, the passenger starts screaming and banging on your window. Fine, you freak out. You think, okay, this guy is crazy because you forgot the car is inside. But then 10 minutes later, you notice the cat and you put two and two together. You realize that's why the guy was screaming. So you take the cat back. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear there's no logical explanation except either a hate crime or Daniel is a horrible person who hates cats and is also very stupid. Yeah, like we said in the intro, the guy didn't watch the Don't F*** With Cats documentary. <laughs> like, a crime against a cat is a crime against all of us. <laughs> but look, what do you think happened? Like, why did the driver do this? What's your take? I think that part of what he said was true. You know, when people lie, they tend to mix up parts that are real with made up stuff. I think he might have been distracted and might not have noticed that the guy getting in his car had a blue pet carrier. And if Tux was quiet during the ride, it's possible he literally was unaware that a cat was in the car and he drove off. In this scenario, it's also possible that he didn't stop when Palash started banging on the windows and yelling because, well, he might have thought that he's crazy or something. But then he obviously at some point saw the cat carrier and every decision he made from there on is horrible. So frankly, no matter what we went on, no matter how we defend Daniel, he's going to be the one to blame. Yeah, I think he then saw the carrier, decided it's too much trouble for his lazy ass to take the pet back and just dump tax on the street and throw away the carrier, thinking nobody will care. 
Or he might have truly been allergic and again, because he's a disgusting person, decided to throw the cat away as if she was garbage. Because he probably knows that legally pets are nothing more than property in the US and nothing or close to nothing would happen to him. He definitely didn't anticipate the whole online thing happening and like how big the story got. I mean, what a piece of shit, especially since he knew the cat was going to the vet. So she could have been very sick, right? And he could have actually killed her if she had been sick. I, I mean, just a horrible person, this Daniel. I think we're both just happy that this whole ordeal ended well for our poor, adorable Tux. This is the only case I know of where such a massive search for a kidnapped cat happens. It's not our usual type of subject here at Dubious, but... It is a dubious case. Exactly, and before we discuss a few more aspects related to the tax abduction, let's remind our listeners about our ad-free episodes. Dear listeners, you can claim all our episodes ad-free if you become patrons. This is the simplest way you can support Dubious. Yes, Dubious friends, as you know, we are an independent podcast and we have no team. It's just us. There are no editors, sound designers, researchers, and so on. Just me and Tyler. And we're doing our best every week to come up with interesting content and good stories in our free time on nights and weekends and sometimes even during work hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if you get me fired, I will come and live in your house rent-free. You'll have to adopt me. I told you to stop saying that. Is it a lie though? No, it's not. The cat's already out of the bag, or should we say out of the blue carrier? <laughs> <laughs> or out of the lift. <laughs> Dear listeners, if you want to support us, please become a patron on dubiouspod.com or by clicking the link in the episode notes right here in the app you're listening to us in. And hopefully my boss doesn't listen to us. Ah, it's fine. Let's get back to Tux. Right. So what happened to the driver? The driver was deactivated on the lift platform on October 2nd, so the next day after Tux was found, which is yet another indication that he's guilty. Not that anyone had any doubts by now. And Lyft obviously paid for all the vet bills, but it's not enough. I mean, like, look, they said they want to be there for Tux from now on too. Whatever she will ever need, they will provide, which is nice. I mean, they're lucky because if Tux wouldn't have been found, the lawsuit would have been epic. <laughs> It might be, Palash said on Reddit after the whole ordeal. Also now that I have her back, I want to nail the POS who stole her. I'm going to ensure that they go to jail. F these people. I want revenge now. F***ing coward saw what was coming for him and left her on the side of the road. There's plenty of cameras around. He's not going to get away with this. I mean, look, I know he sounds like, you know, really upset here and, you know, some people might judge, but think about if it was your pet and also i think on twitter he deleted the comment oh, this is just on reddit i think he was you know so relieved but at the same time so upset to see tux like covered in fleas thirsty like like completely dehydrated not even being able to eat properly i mean you know you get i mean i i cannot completely understand like i'd be mad too seriously anyway one good thing that came out of this is that lyft is reevaluating their policies to improve support for passengers including in cases like this but in their defense and i'm just trying to be the devil's advocate here there is not a lot any company can do to make such cases to be taken seriously in the eyes of the law by the police for example no, because pets and animals in general are seen as property under the law, like we said, which is insanity. Like literally, if a Lyft driver speeds away with your pet inside, in the eyes of the law, that is a possible theft of property, not a kidnapping of a sentient being. But you know what would solve all these issues of drivers doing bad things? What? Fully autonomous vehicles, robo-taxis. 
They actually exist in San Francisco and a few other cities. I can't wait until it becomes the norm and you get a car without a driver to safely take you wherever you need to go. They're beta testing them now, but they're already very safe and people do use them. So far, they have a pristine safety record, but statistically there will be, at some point, human injury or death caused by one of these robo-taxis, and I am a bit afraid that society won't be able to understand that even with like one case of injury a year, these self-driving cars are safer than the human-driven alternative by far. Now on all this, I'm not talking about Teslas. They are marketed as full self-driving, but they're not even close to that. Yes, not Teslas. And <laughs> regarding the accidents, that's a legit concern. But let's be honest. Like you said, you know, people, human drivers cause millions of accidents a year. I am a big supporter of robot taxis. There are two companies now, Waymo made by Alphabet and Cruise made by General Motors. And this robot taxi option sounds amazing to me. Like I'm tired of being anxious every time I take a Uber or Lyft, like always making sure one of my friends is watching my ride itinerary and so on for safety. You know, I would very much like an autonomous robot taxi. Indeed, no driver, no worries. I would feel much safer and anyway about pets being considered property because i wanted to get back to this point like it's just wrong i read somewhere that palash regards tux as his only friend he had when he moved to austin his only support he's had in those first months when he knew nobody and had no friends and as an immigrant myself i know exactly what he feels like because my pets whom i adopted shortly after arriving have been my whole world literally i love them more than i love anyone else that's that's the truth. And even if you're not in a foreign country and you have your family and so on, your pets are still like your children. The law should reflect this, I think. Totally. In Canada, for example, progress has been made on this front. Dogs and cats have a special legal status. It's not perfect, but it's something more. But in the US, as we saw today, they don't count more than a bag of groceries. It's unsettling for any pet owner. Yeah, I mean, Palash has the option of, uh, of a civil suit against Daniel, the driver. I guess he could take it, you know, that route. But other than that, it's not a lot that he can do, you know. And also, I forgot to say, do you know why Tux is named Tux? I mean, she's a tuxedo cat, but apparently Palash named her Tux after an operating system named Tuxedo OS. So there's some company that is making Linux accessible to the general public. That's their jam. <laughs> Here I thought they just like wearing tuxedos. <laughs> Stop making fun of me. She could have been called tax because of her fur color only. Oh my god, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so because we want to end on a positive note, remember that the whole lift ride to the vet happened because tax was not feeling great, right? To begin with. Well, as it turns out, Palash said in an interview after the nightmare was over, Quote, there was no sign that she'd ever been sick. It had all disappeared and she's now all cleaned up and she's fine. If she'd had an illness, it fixed itself. I think the scare, I mean, honestly, I think the scare, poor cat literally was so happy to be back home that she just got better instantly, whatever she Aww. had. <laughs> despite the legal gray area, the Austin Police Department are still investigating the case and I think Daniel, the former Lyft driver, will see some repercussions, hopefully. Even if it's investigated as property theft, it's better than not being investigated at all. As for Palash Pandey and Tux, his statements sum up our opinion quite well. If not for all the people who stopped what they were doing to help me out, I would have to wonder if I'd have my cat back. It's restored my faith in people. Yeah, this story would have had a tragic end if it wasn't for people online. That much is clear. So, Tyler, what's your dubimeter level for this episode? Scale from 1 to 10. 
I would say a 10 plus. I mean, this was a catnapping investigation unfolding in real time online, and that's a first. Plus, Tux is now purring happily in her home, reunited with her person, so all is good in the world. Yes, we needed like a feel-good story, right? With everything that's been happening in politics, with the Speaker of the House being replaced. It's like, like you know, the Trump lawsuits, all that stuff. So I feel like, you know, maybe this is not our usual jam, but on the other hand, I think it was a welcome breath of fresh air. Like it was a good story with a good ending, a happy ending. So we're on the same page. To be meter level 10, Plus, UB friends, if you like us, please recommend UBS to your friends and family. Personal recommendations are the best recommendations. We are at DubiousPod on all social media. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. We love you, Doobie friends, and don't forget, stay dubious. Bye.